0: Joining us to talk about this is Leah Pinto, who was a former teacher for 12 years. First question is, what are your thoughts on textbooks in general, especially like the prices? Like, what are your thoughts on them?
1: I have very strong feelings about textbooks (laughs) Um, as far as not only the price, but also the usability. Um, as As a science person, and that's all my career has been in science, is they don't necessarily keep up anyways. And so you're investing a lot of money in a resource that doesn't always reflect the most current information. And um, and they are very expensive. They become prohibitive um, for a lot of, of. you know, I taught in a Title I district in a very rural area. We could not afford the latest and greatest textbooks. And so it creates this inequity among the students where if you're in an affluent district, you probably will have a better level of um, current content than other students in other situations so I think as a teacher seeing that inequity really uh, was difficult it became difficult as a teacher to not have a textbook to use because it was no longer relevant information and so we'd have to go out and find our information elsewhere um, and then as a student throughout my both my bachelor's and master's program you know that was it's a lot of money and it um, encourages you to try and find other ways to pass the class maybe without ever going out and buying the textbook. And it puts you kind of at a disadvantage unless you buy into that ridiculously expensive book that the professor may only reference a couple of times.
0: Wow. Um, All right. Uh, So my next question is um, how much are, do you think textbooks are still needed today compared to how they were needed say 15 years ago? Like, do you think they are as needed? Like they are still like such as a requirement or do you think there's other ways to uh, assess student learning?
1: I will say um, that I think there are other much better ways to access content for students other than a written textbook. Um, there's a lot of issues with textbooks, not only in the fact that they are not um, necessarily relevant and keeping up with information, but also in like how students are able to access them. Some students are going to come to you with lower reading levels, language challenges, dyslexia. You know all these these um, challenges that we see in the classroom, and a textbook doesn't necessarily have accommodations for those. The teacher and the student have to work to find accommodations. Whereas I can find a content, like some kind of online um, accessible content that automatically differentiates for all those different subpopulations within my classroom. Um, When I was teaching probably my last five years in the classroom, we used the textbook to cut out pictures because that was the only thing it was good for. Every other piece of content we gave, all of the other learning we did was in other ways, really great ways. We would use a combination of videos, uh, worksheets, hands-on activities, you name it. We used it, <laughs> everything except a textbook.
0: Okay. All right. So um, I guess as um, maybe as a student when you're buying or maybe you just know anyone, have you ever known anyone that kind of went around and say like, I don't know, maybe... Uh, bought a textbook from overseas because you uh, I've done a lot of research and they say like you can buy textbooks from overseas for almost about half the price even have you ever or or maybe have went to an older version of the book and yes, have you ever seen anyone or maybe have done that or what you, can you speak on that a little bit
1: yeah um in my master's program going through the chemistry classes so specifically i remember this um, I was looking for the class the, the textbook that they gave me and pulling it up online. I found a used book for much cheaper option. When I got it, it was uh, pretty much unusable. Like it said it was in really good condition, but it was not. Um, and so I sent it back and I ended up getting another one because I didn't want to pay full price for a brand new one. And it was still the wrong edition because I went for the cheaper version. So it, um, it became a real challenge to, I was looking for any way possible to get around paying this $400 textbook fee. And I wasn't able to, you know, I I know there's all kinds of ways you can rent it, you can um, access it, like you said, overseas by a different version, but it it was really challenging, took a lot of time and still didn't work.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. So
1: Hated that chemistry class, anyways. But still, that's different. That's off topic.
0: <laughs> okay, so as a teacher, do you see any significant differences in newer books can, compared to just the version that was that came before it? Do, like how often? Because you you hear this all the time. Like they they you know you hear these textbook companies they they release a, a book and very little is different. The cover might be different. They might change a few lines here and there, but overall, it's pretty much the same book. Can you speak on that a little bit?
1: Um, I I agree with that to a degree Mm -hmm. so um, every in Texas where I live every eight years we go through an adoption process where you get a new textbook so every eight years every content area like language arts math science and social that has to adopt a new resource maybe there's not a lot of changes in like English math you might not see uh, like if pretty much is recovered and then resubmitted. But in science and social studies, you know, you really do have some significant changes. Sometimes that uh, content will change and it doesn't nec- the, the book doesn't necessarily keep up with that. Like we have all these great latest discoveries and thinking may have changed. We have new or we've disproved certain theories and the, the textbook really still doesn't reflect that. And it may take 20 or 30 years before it really catches up. You know, it's it's quite sad. So even though you're investing um, all this curriculum money every eight years to stay updated, it's still not staying current with current scientific thought or history. You know, there's there's just changes that happen. So, no, I I would agree with that, that it's um, oftentimes not current content and it's it's a lot of the same stuff and there's not a lot of relevancy to anything that's changed,
0: yeah, not enough a warrant, but having having to buy a new book. You know, it's one thing to have yeah. it, but uh, the 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 make it mandatory to every purchase
1: every years. Yeah, it's ridiculous, <laughs> especially again that equity issue where you know not every district can afford that every eight years, and so you end up with secondhand old materials, um a class set instead of a uh, one for each kid, or you know anything like that. like all these ways we try and adjust to make it work, even though it's, it's not, it's not valid. It's not a valid learning tool, necessarily.
0: Okay, all right. So why do you think, like, and this is from your opinion, and I hope this doesn't get you in trouble, but why do you think schools are constantly pushing new books on students? Because, you know, a lot of, they don't even have a choice it's like no this is the books we have this is what you have to get doesn't matter what books your your older siblings had when when they went to school you're gonna have to get new ones why do you think schools push that so much
1: that is a really good question um i don't understand especially going through college why i needed the 14th version of the Chemistry. We'll go back to that one. <laughs> but why did I need the 14th version of the chemistry textbook when it really wasn't any different from the 13th? And yet it's an extra several hundred dollars. Um, I, I'm not sure. I think part of it is simply to keep the... Uh, the relevancy of the professor like if i'm able to go out and get the book and just do it on my own then why am i paying this exorbitant amount for my tuition and then buying into the supplies i do think a lot of people buy books from the colleges themselves and um and maybe there's you know a portion of that that they're getting access to um it it doesn't i'm not sure i have a logical reason because i don't think it makes a lot of sense i don't know where the logic is in that yeah and, and honestly in in college and i went to a great school it was a state school it was not a private institution like it was a really good basic level education and there's just no reason to have to change that book every year so it didn't make any sense to me
0: okay all right so um th- this next question is, so at your school from your experience as a teacher who made it mandatory that that certain books had to be used and were you ever told that you had to specifically go off of a book or were you allowed freedom how does that work like do do, do you do teachers have control of how they teach or is it pretty much like a like a pipeline situation can you kind of speak on that a little bit
1: um as a teacher we were in my district we were given a lot of um, free reign as far as how we chose to to construct the curriculum. Mm-hmm. You know, we're given these state standards, and I have to teach the standards, but how I teach them is often up to me. Um, and so we were able to not necessarily use the textbook for. I will say, in my district, we couldn't use the textbook. We purchased a book that um, it was a, a consumable version, and then it had an online like component for their, their like digital textbook. And we could never really access the digital textbook and the consumables got used up within two years. Like no matter how gentle you are with these books, they're going to get used up. So after that, we really didn't have access to a textbook at all and didn't miss it. Hmm. Um, yeah, just didn't at all. Um, I think it does depend on content area somewhat. I think in language arts, there's often more of a push that you have to teach off of these specific texts or these specific passages within the textbook. Um, I, In my current position, I work with teachers all over the state of Texas and Florida, and they have a range of autonomy. Some of them are like scripted down to the word. You will use this passage on this day, textbook page number 368. Um, others are like, I don't know, let's just do this, you know, whatever today. So it's, it is a wide range. I think it depends a lot on the district, a lot on the individual teachers and their experience and ability levels. Um, I know that, you know, the state of Texas requires that update every eight years and the teachers go through the adoption process. So in larger districts, it's often curriculum coordinators, science specialists, whatever, who are the ones who decide what book it's going to be or what resource they're going (laughs) to use. I think, to a degree some people are, are finally catching on and moving away from just a paper textbook as your only curriculum resource um i don't so in some districts the teachers have a lot of input on what product they get and in other districts they're like this is what we chose this is what you get have fun so <laughs> it yeah. um it can really vary pretty widely
0: okay so at a as a teacher d- does that feel um kind of intrusive and how you like to teach like does that feel do you feel burdened by that do you prefer to work for a school like that or do you prefer like just kind of speak on that like what are your preferences is that a good thing or is that or is it kind of like mixed results what are your thoughts
1: yeah um I think education is changing And because of the teacher shortages we're seeing, we're getting so many teachers coming in that don't have much experience. Some of them haven't even been through a full teaching program. You know, they're getting alternate certified. Um, We're going through some really crazy lengths to get teachers in the classroom right now. And these teachers may need that extra support of having more scripted, more uh, complete curriculum handed to them. Whereas an experienced teacher one who's been in the classroom a while and knows how how their students learn, how their students work, and how to craft a really good lesson, really doesn't need that level of scripting. And that really can hold back, I think, the learning that happens. Because so much of what a teacher does is read their students and make decisions based on what they're getting in that moment, that just-in-time instruction. And a textbook never allows for that. Like, you just go on to the next paragraph. You go on to the next question, the next unit. There's none of that. Let's go deeper into this. Hey, y'all are really curious about this. I can use this for a lot of, you know, let's get into this next thing. Or um, alternately like they're not getting this. They are so not getting this. We need to take a step back. I'm gonna build a foundation and redo it. And there's none of that about available in a textbook. Like that just doesn't work. But that's the craft of a teacher and an experienced teacher. So if you don't have that level of experience, then at least there's some structure and support there when you have a written curriculum.
0: Yeah. All right. So, so, excuse me, one last question.
1: Okay.
0: What is something that schools need to, like what is something that schools all across the country need to realize when it comes to textbooks in general or the textbook companies or anything? Like what is something that you think, from your opinion, that all schools should need to realize? Um,
1: Without sounding too negative, (laughs) um, what what the textbook companies are promising when they come into a district and they have all the bells and whistles and they have all this fabulous stuff is not what's being delivered down at the student level. So it's not translating from you know, whichever textbook company it is and they have all this wonderful stuff and it's going to be so great for your kids. But by the time it reaches, especially a new student, a new teacher, a struggling teacher, all they have is a, a one single tool. It's a book and it's not enough. Like you have to have more tools in your toolbook, and you have to have more, um, more options to reach all your students in so many different ways. And a textbook is just so much one size fits all. It's limited in how you can differentiate. It's limited in how you can um, change things up and explore. And the companies may claim otherwise, they may say, oh no, we have this version. Or it's not practical in the classroom to differentiate using a textbook. And it limits what you're able to do as far as um, exploring in a lot of different ways.